Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Huge show in store for you tonight. Can we put to rest? Can we finally the rock? Oh, wait, that's not right. <laughs> Can we finally put to rest that LSU is behind in NIL? If you missed it, Jock, so we talked about Jocks Say last night and the interview with Brian Kelly. We're going to talk about that a little bit again tonight because the exclusive, the exclusive interview with LSU head coach Brian Kelly was released today by WAFB. We're not going to play any sound or anything. Go and watch it. Uh, Jocks Talk, the podcast. Uh, excellent jobs by, uh, by JD and what they're doing. But Brian Kelly says, we have a plan. I feel like Brian Kelly is Thor in Avengers Infinity War. You know, when 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 Thor gets his new uh, hammer, bumpa, 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 and he comes down and just starts kicking everybody's ass. That's what I feel like Brian Kelly's doing with this NILSU game. We'll touch on that. We'll touch on what Brian Kelly had to say. Uh, Rafino's rant's probably getting sparked off of that, too. We'll touch uh, a little bit on recruiting. We'll, we'll go on the field. Guys, about 90 days. I mean, we're getting so close to football, so we'll talk on that as well. Maybe we'll finally put all this dressed. Uh, LSU wide receiver Chris Hilton Jr. joins us at 730. Looking forward to having Chris. We're going to get on the field with Chris. We're going to talk uh, uh, Coach Mike Denbrock. We're going to talk about offensive scheme. We're going to talk a lot of things like that with Chris since we're getting so close to football season. So looking forward to having him. And Kentucky, the Wildcats of Kentucky. Ben-a-near-near-near-near-near-near-near-near-near-near-near-near-near-near-near-near-near-near-near-near-near-near-near-near-near-near-near-near-near-near-near-near-near-near-near-near-near-near-near-near-near-near-near-near-near-near-near-
hey, man, I drink bourbon. I drink bourbon. I'm from Kentucky, y'all. Yes, yes, yes. The LSU Fighting Tigers, LSU Baseball Fighting Tigers, I should say, takes on Kentucky tomorrow at what we hope and pray to God at 9.30 tomorrow morning. I got to say it. Give him a shout out. Pooh Bear was right. Pooh Bear was right. He said, "Don't you're not. We're not throwing Mikael Hilliard tomorrow." He was right. Uh, well, at least that's what we think. But I don't think Mikael Hilliard's going against Kentucky. Um, so I don't want to call it an easier game, but Kentucky got beat or beat Auburn today, which would make them advance to the next round. So. It's going to be fun. Hopefully, it gets a little bit more dry around this thing, but rain all the way until Friday. But it starts clean, clearing up on this Memorial Day weekend um, coming up. So, we'll see. Got a lot of things going and a lot of things to talk about. Father A Bear, oh, yes, says Rudy Pooh of the Week, the Vandy Whistler. Beast of the Week is our good friend who's been on the show multiple times, uh, Ben Mintz. Yeah, if you missed it, Ben Mintz went viral last night. He told the Vandy Whistler um, to shove it, and then he was a disgrace to the game. Uh, Perry Delahousse says one one tomorrow for baseball. Is that true? Did I miss that? Are we not going at 9.30 tomorrow? Is it 1 o'clock? That's even better. Oh, okay, I guess so, because Alex Fontenot says game was moved to 1 p.m. That's even better. Thank you. Thank you. I must have missed that. I must have missed that. Shout out to moving games from 9 o'clock, 9.30 a.m. to 1 p.m. Fantastic. Either Pooh Bear or, uh, or Zach says BK will aim for the head, though. It's true. That's got to be Zach. I don't know. You got to be careful. Pooh Bear knows his Avengers. He knows his Avengers. And probably, I mean, Zach don't know stuff like that. I mean, look at his goatee. A man that makes decisions about like that with his goatee does not watch Infinity War. Bubba, bubba, bubba. I'm going to watch that today. I'm going to watch that tonight after the show. Maybe we'll get in some spaces and, and I'll be watching Infinity War. Uh, Daniel Williams. What's up, Danny? Danny Dubs. Says, that's my favorite, though, Danny. I like that. What did Danny say? Danny up in here stirring up some, some stuff. What did Danny say? I, I don't see it. I don't see it in the comments, guys. Uh, Chris, yes, they did move it back to one. That's my fault. I didn't see that. That is my fault. Oh, Danny says, hey, Rob. All right, Rob. I see you, Rob. Hey, Rob. All right, Danny. Danny looking like she walking out with a Walmart after just chewing out a manager, boy. I tell you what, man. <laughs> boy, boy, boy. Uh, Jimmy D uh, Dale Tripp Jr. says, I think we can go 10-3, and three, go Tigers. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, Danny, shows, oh, Danny Girl says, let's get this thing rolling. Absolutely, Danny. Absolutely. I love – oh, look at Rob. Spit your game, Rob. Hey, Danny girl, oh, man, we got some, we got some like matchmaking stuff going up in the chat tonight, y'all. All right, Rob, spit your game. Ooh, Rob's a gangster. Rob is a gangster. 
Uh, Zach says, I've watched just about every Marvel movie. FYI. No, you haven't. No, you haven't. <laughs> Man, what what is going on with the chat tonight? Crying belly. The 21-year-old says, hey, Danny, I need a sugar mama. <laughs> oh, God. At, Pooh Bear, after last night's show with Terrence, uh, <laughs> talking about Kim Kardashian's donk and the, stri- and the lady with the strap on. <laughs> I, I can't do this again tonight, man. I can't do this again tonight. If it's gonna be one of those, if, if it's gonna be one of those shows, though, I absolutely love it. So we do got a lot to get in store. We got a lot in store for you tonight. Got a lot to get into. All right, so let's do that. Everybody, do us a favor and hit the like and share. Share to your Facebook groups. So many of you are watching us currently live on Facebook. Do us a favor. Hit that like button. Hit the share. Share to all of those Facebook groups uh, as well. If you're listening to us on the YouTube uh, channel, hit that subscribe button and notification bell. If you're listening to us on XM Radio or you're listening to us on uh, all anywhere you listen to podcasts, rate, review, and subscribe. So many of you. It's un- really just kind of... Uh, amazing how many of you are listening to us on the audio podcast platform so we greatly appreciate that we greatly appreciate you for doing that so rate review and subscribe as well all right let's do this let's pay some bills around this thing and then we'll get started rafino's ranch brian kelly talks right around the corner let's pay them bills though let's talk about our good friends over at gm varno and sons and betonline.ag our partners over at betonline continue to be the number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info Find all the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the NBA playoffs, fights, and even next season's futures. And don't forget that the MLB is back as well. Who are you picking to win the World Series? BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's easy to get started, so head on over to their website. Use BetOnline.ag. Use that promo code BELIEVE. That's B L. E-A-V, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag, betonline.ag. With over 65 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Vardo and Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motor chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. If you break down the side of the road in the greater Baton Rouge area, they will come and get you. And the best thing about that is that they can come and get you, and then they can bring your vehicle back to their shop and start the repairs right then. Again, GM Varno and Sons, go see them over at 2500 Fuller Boulevard. Give them a call at 225-664-9992. 225-664-9992. Tell them you good friend, Blake Rafino. Sit you on by. All right. I, I've been getting a lot of texts and DMs and stuff like that about I haven't said let's get this thing rolling y'all in a while. People are pretty upset about that. So <clears throat> let's get this thing rolling, y'all. <laughs> I, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. Danny Girl says Blake trying to get my husband to shut down my access to all these sports shows. He is three hours away at work thinking I'm in here trying to up my game or something. If you're listening, love, I love you, baby. <laughs> All right, Danny. All right. I I hear you. I hear you. But lo- but Rob's ready for the love boat. Y'all remember the love boat? Boom, 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 
All right, don't mess with Rob, Danny. <laughs> don't mess with old Rob. Uh, nurse Court says Gramco happened. Oh, man. Don't blame that on – y'all Nurse Court blames everything on Gramco. We putting that off on Gramco. We, we grown people. We are grown people. Um, Blanche Hudson says, I'm logging in as my – never mind. Uh, we're going to put this guy in timeout. I shouldn't have put it up there. I shouldn't have put it up there. Okay. All right. Let's get this thing rolling. If you missed it, um, Brian Kelly had some very interesting words yesterday with Jocks say from WAFB. Um, we played some audio last night from Jocks. We're not going to play any here tonight. Go watch his exclusive interview um, of his one-on-one with Brian Kelly. But it was fantastic. Um, there are two huge takeaways from what Brian Kelly said with Jock. Like, and they're not small, right? Like, they're not something extremely small that you should just pass over and something you should just gloss over. Two huge breaking news type worthy. Two huge breaking news type of events happened today when Jocks released that video. So I'm going to break down two of them. Now, if you miss it, and I'm going to paraphrase a lot of this because we don't have time to listen to it, me break it down, listen to more and break it down. But Jock asked Brian Kelly about name, image, and likeness. And not only, and Brian Kelly talked about how it is for the game and how it is for, for college athletes, yada, 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 right? Like they went down all that spiel. Uh, but it was very interesting. And so I started doing some digging on this early this morning or, or this afternoon when I listened to it. I started making some phone calls. I started making some phone calls because Brian Kelly said, and I'm quoting, when the new legislation passed in Louisiana, we're going to be able to help guide and implement things with name, image, and likeness at LSU. And that we have a plan. Guys, we've been... We've been coming on this show for months. We've been coming on this show talking about relax. There's a plan in place. Relax. Calm your tits. There's a plan in place. I know you're getting worked up about recruiting. I know recruiting is the lifeblood that fuels your program. It always has been. It always will be. Always will be. If you don't get good recruits to come and play for your school, it doesn't matter. Nothing else matters except, you know, obviously you need good coaching. If you don't have the players, you're not going to win. In that, Brian Kelly was talking about Scott Woodward as well. And what he said was is that Scott Woodward always comes over to football ops and not in a micromanaging type of way. He walks in my office and says, hey, Brian, do you need anything? How can I help? What do you need that I can do to help this football program? And he accommodates, per Brian Kelly. Said something huge. He said that Scott Woodward loves the recruiting game. Interesting. Very, very, very interesting. So you mean to tell me that your athletic director, the one that you call the cerebral assassin, the guy that you call the big game hunter, 
the guy that you called that you thought couldn't go get a coach like Brian Kelly to come to LSU. That guy loves recruiting? Huh. So which then begs me to ask the simple, logical question of what most media people are doing right now in reference to LSU and college athletics as a whole. Did you really think, did you really freaking think that Brian Kelly and Scott Wilbur didn't have a plan? Did you really think that they were going to let this just go by and them not get involved in any of this? Guys, bottom line, bottom line, I don't care if players get paid. I really, really, really don't. I don't care that they're making more money than you. (laughs) I don't care if some of them are making more money than me. You have a skill set. Go portray that skill set. Now, are there some things that need to be done to help regulate some of this thing in recruiting? Sure. Sure. Absolutely. I'm not saying that there doesn't need to be. Because there does need to be some type of regulation, something that goes on in the recruiting, some kind of violation, something that goes on. But you can't stop a player once he's on that campus and he signs on that dotted line. You can't stop them from getting paid. The biggest thing, the biggest thing, though, is Scott Woodward and Brian Kelly, the key word in the initial press conference of Brian Kelly, William Tate, and Scott Woodward was, you remember what it was? It's called alignment. Did you think that they were going to let this pass? New legislation, I think in mid-June or early July, is coming for name, image, and likeness. And you thought that they wouldn't be on the forefront? You mean the program that's been so innovative, a program that went out and spent or is going to spend 100, well, let me back up, a bare minimum, a bare minimum of $90 million. $90 million. Guys, Brian Kelly's contract, if you don't know this, Brian Kelly's contract, you have to get, we guarantee him $90 million. 90, 90. Do you know what you could do in the club when you got a bank account that says $90 million? Pooh Bear, what would you be doing in the club if you had $90 million? i tell you what I'd be doing in the club. Bottles of Cristal for Rob and Danny. Rob would be popping Cristal on his yacht with Danny Girl from the comments. And you thought that LSU was behind? What gives you the right to say that? As they say on the Wolf of Wall Street, pick this son of a bitch up that's a phone if you're listening to us on the XM Radio, the podcast, and start dialing. Why do you think, why do you think that legislation's getting passed? You and mommy are here? If you're missing it, my son Ben just came in. After the events, um, I love you. 
And your mommy's here. Can you go give mommy a kiss for me? I love you. All right. <laughs> it's my son, Benjamin, ladies and gentlemen. Making his new debut. Yes, we are in the new studio, too. We'll be continued to uh, we'll be continued to uh, expand the studio as well. But uh, yeah, after yesterday's events, man, he's always welcome in here. Um, no matter what, no matter what, ever again. Um, now I hope he doesn't ruin the show. <laughs> there's there's some there's some things there's some things he's not going to be able to do. But yeah. Uh, Dylan Smith says the goat Ben Zeus says, Hey Ben. Uh, yes, man. Kiss your, kiss your wives and kiss your children, especially your children. Go give them a kiss. Tell them you love them. But also <laughs> to end this about the NIL and money and Scott Woodward, he did talk about, and, and, and Brian Kelly talked about how the PMAC needs to get renovated, but we have a plan for all of it. Damn you, I mean damn you, for thinking and assuming that LSU would be behind in any of this. The other thing that Brian Kelly said that I thought was huge is Jock, in so many words, was pretty much pushing the whole fact of, dude, why did you come here? Like, was it the money? Like, that 90% that you're guaranteed, is it the money? Brian Kelly said this, and I'm quoting. Let me read this. I'm quoting, why would I come here for money when I'm only making a little bit more now than when I was there? Do you want me to read that again or do you need to rewind it on YouTube and listen to it again? The, the, the vision, the things that Brian Kelly and now the, the social media warpath that he's on. He did a, uh, we had Brian Winbush, former uh, Notre Dame quarterback, came on the show about maybe about a year ago. He started this new NIL company, uh, Mod, uh, Mogul, and one of the Notre Dame players is an investor in Mogul, did an interview with Brian Kelly yesterday. Literally was talking about that. The player asked him too, by the way, he, he, and he said something like, Coach, why did you come here? Was there something at Notre Dame that you just couldn't do? Basically, with that in so many words, Brian Kelly talked about, he says, hey, you see that guy number one on LSU's roster, the guy that's probably wearing number seven, Kayshawn Booty, I can't get him to South Bend, Indiana. Hey, remember when we were getting our brains kicked in by Alabama? Those guys on the defensive front? I couldn't get those guys to go to South Bend, Indiana, and I'm tired of being in the cold during spring practice with nothing but snow. He, doesn't, he didn't want to be there anymore. So I think, Brian, you're starting to see the vision, the, 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 the things that Brian Kelly is wanting to do. You got to give him a shout-out for it. All right, let's get to a couple comments. Chris Hilton joining us in about five minutes. Uh, Bob Tucker says, uh, for the little man, not you, Blake. I uh, appreciate that. Uh, Wade Statton says, love you, Blake. Thank you. I love you guys, too. Uh, Garen Do Gary Donovan says, breaking ball games tomorrow have been moved back again. Texas A&M game is 9.30. LSU's game is at 4. Man, we might not even get this game tomorrow. We, not, we might not even get this game tomorrow. I, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Aaron McKenzie, what's up, Aaron? He says, what's up, fan? Go Tigers. 
Um, crying belly says Blake pulling out uh, his encyclopedia. It's the truth, guys. It's it's just the truth. The, they asked the man why he's here. His former player asked him. This, this is the key thing. It's not Jacques Doucet asking him. It's not JD asking him. It's not a media personality asking Brian Kelly why he left. It's one of his former players. And look, we'll have Chris Hilton on in about four minutes. I can't get guys like Chris Hilton. I can't get guys like Kayshawn Booty. I can't get guys like Mason Smith to leave Louisiana and go to South Bend. He talked about his recruiting trips. Guys, I'm going to California, to Cleveland, to Idaho, to Florida, to Georgia, to Texas, back to South Bend, Indiana. That's why I'm here. And you got to give him a shout-out for that. <laughs> Logan Mathern. Word is that Miles Brandon is still up in Toledo Bend. Shout-out to him, man. Shout-out to Toledo Bend. Uh, Rico Delgado says Kelly came to LSU for the same reason Riley didn't want to come to didn't want to come here. Hmm. Man, you never know. Oh, Danny Girl says, I'll take that bottle with my hubs, though. I need something to drink after telling off all these managers. <laughs> Danny, you can't have that haircut and start saying stuff like that and think I can't, I'm not gonna just laugh. Oh, man. Come on, man. Uh, Danny also says, Blake, why coming after me tonight? I got dropped down to a listener last night in spaces, and tonight you trying to put me on the dog. No. All right. I'm not mentioning anything else. Danny, I'm not trying to do that. Uh, Crying Belly says, hey, I, I, you, then I get in trouble for not reading your comments. Women. Uh, Crying Belly says, hashtag ask, Blake, what happens if Brian Kelly lands Arch Manning and pulls the rabbit out of the hat? Um, man, I, I don't know. I, I don't think it's happening, though. I don't think it's happening, but I, I, I would be utterly shocked. And, and look, about this quarterback race stuff, guys, again, there's a plan in place. Every time we freak out, we get proven wrong. I say we, all of us at some point freak out about something. Stop freaking out about things that are out of your control. Stop. Rico says, Wade and Jordy blame basketball losses on the mice in the PMAC. I think Jordy is more obsessed because the mice stare at him eye to eye. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Y'all chill with that. Y'all chill with that. All right, a couple more. We got Chris Hilton in about two minutes. The man said he can run a 4-2. That's blazing, y'all. It's blazing. Meow. Yeah, that's fast, man. It's fast, fast. Uh, Brian Reese says, yeah, the PMAC needs to be updated. I agree with that. And, and look, you have, in all of your coaching staffs, I, I think outside of Matt McMahon, but we haven't seen Matt McMahon really yet. I mean, we've seen him in recruiting. I mean, he's been a silent assassin in recruiting. Your coach is on this campus. And I hope that I hope that athletes all across football, baseball, basketball, women's basketball, soccer, track, hockey, we don't have hockey, men's wrestling, frisbee, tennis, golf, whatever it is, your coaches on the staff are, are on this are on this campus right now are assassins. Kim Mulkey is doing things and generating money to get the PMAC renovated that we have not seen since Dale Brown. 
I'm telling you, man, local business owner, talking with a local business owner today from Hammond, Louisiana, they're putting down significant cash. Bada bop, bada bop. Italianas, I'll make you an offer you can't review. The Italian money up in, in Tangy, dog. <laughs> Don't be messing with the mafiosos. All right. Let's do this. Let's get to Chris Hilton Jr., LSU wide receiver Chris Hilton Jr. Um, got a lot of good things to talk to him about. Let's talk about our good friends over the Drake Williams Law Firm. The Drake, uh oh, uh oh. Um, production note still searching to verify tomorrow's start time. Okay. Well, guys, if you if if there is something, just let us know inside the chat. Um, I mean, I, I really just don't know what's going on with this anymore. I mean, it changes more than I change. Crocs. Lemon pepper steppers. All right, let's talk about our good friends over the Drake Williams Law Firm. The DrakeWilliamsLawFirm.com. We'll be back a minute with LSU wide receiver Chris Hilton Jr. By the Drake Williams Law Firm, DrakeWilliamsLawFirm.com. Whether you've been injured in an accident, you're preparing for a future with your estate planning, you're getting ready to close in on a real estate deal, or you're about to welcome a new addition through adoption into your family, or you're facing criminal charges, you need very experienced attorneys, and that is what the Drake Williams Law Firm will be able to do for you in navigating the legal system. The door to their cozy office in historic downtown Ponchatoula has been open since 1981. They have helped thousands and thousands of Louisiana families and individuals win cases, close on real estate deals, and regain that peace of mind. Their lawyers over at the Drake Williams Law Firm, Ernie Drake III, Ryan J. Williams, and Summer Vicnair are very determined, compassionate, and dedicated to their craft. It's the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Give them a call today at 985-386-7600. Tell them your good friend Blake Rafino at AYS sent you on by. All right, we got LSU wide receiver Chris Hilton Jr. joining us. Bro, what's the UGLY shirt? Like, can you can you explain what the what the shirt represents? What's going on, brother? So I think I was in Lake Charles. I think that's where they're uh, where they're located. And uh it means you gotta love yourself, basically. Okay. Uh, see, now I can't Chris, see, I was gonna make a joke about the little giants movie, the football movie. When the guys like you, G L Y, you ain't got no alibi, you ugly. But I love that. You gotta love yourself, man. That's awesome. That's awesome. Is there like a is it like a pr- promotion thing or, or something like that you, you were a part of? Uh-uh. I okay. was in there. I was with my mama visiting my grandparents. I'm just not by the mall. They were in there. I love it. I love it. I love the shirt too. All right, Chris Hilton join us. Chris, let's talk about on the field, man. Look. We're about 90 days away from opening kickoff for you guys. In the Superdome, you're going against Florida State. Let's talk about the offense, though. Mike Denbrock is a guy that's called offensive plays a lot of places. Cincinnati, Notre Dame, uh, Grand Valley State, and now LSU. Um, have you uh, – what, what are your thoughts about the OC and Mike Denbrock and how he calls plays, how he does things at practice? What has you been your initial thoughts of, Co- of Coach Denbrock? All right, well, for me, what I would say, he's very uh, interactive with the players uh, on the field and off the field. That's one thing for me that uh, stands out about him. And as far as, like, offense-wise, like I said in the, the previous episodes, like, the offense fits, like, who we are. So uh, we're allowed to showcase what we could do. <clears throat> so, with Chris, we talked about the RPO stuff, right? Like, like this spring game, you – 
I, I don't know if you would call it a rub route. I don't know the verbiage that y'all are doing it, the, the catch you had for the first down. Uh, is that something that you feel like you're built more towards? You know, the quick slant game, uh, uh, doing some things, obviously getting vertical with your speed. But do you feel like this benefits your game more than maybe – I don't. I mean, I know you haven't been in a lot of offenses uh, in your career, but how do you feel like this fits your game from top to bottom? Uh, for me, I would say, like, the big play opportunities that the offense has, like taking shots down the field, also with the quick stuff that you could turn into big plays. Chris, when you're with your quarterback, okay, and in the offseason, I mean, look, you, you've been you played with already some really talented quarterbacks, whether it be high school. I mean, look, and even Max Johnson a season ago, Miles Brennan, Jane Daniels, Garrett Nussmeyer, Walker Howard. The short stuff feels like it could come a little bit quicker, right? Like maybe you can get the timing down a little bit quicker on, the, on a slant or things like that. Um, when it starts getting to the deeper stuff, just how much do you have to practice that to perfect that in the game, in your opinion? Uh, a bunch, really. Because uh, different routes have different tempos, and you got to know where to put the ball. You have to know where to be. You have to know where the landmark is. So it takes a bunch of practice. Right, and so when you're talking, when you're doing that, and you have to rep it, rep it, rep it, rep it, and do all of these things, um, is there a point or a certain point that you start feeling comfortable about the connection between you or quarterback, maybe rub routes, you and the receiver? Is there a certain point that you're just like, all right, now this is this is starting to work? I mean, is that when it just in practice, or when for you and your experience, do you notice that you and the quarterback are just locked in on some of those kinds of things? Uh, so, like, if we throw in by ourselves and then you uh, take it and you do it in practice, that's when I feel like the confidence is there from both of us that we can get it done. Uh, so, we talked about Coach Mike Denbrock. Have you watched any of, like, some of the games that he's called in the past? Like, look, Alabama versus Cincinnati last year was a very close game, and there were times that he was picking apart Alabama's defense, but they didn't have guys like you on the outside to maybe catch some passes in the end zone. Um, have you watched Coach Denbrock against like Alabama and stuff like that and what he's done in the past, or, or are you kind of just focus on what you guys are doing now? I just focus on what we're doing now because uh, what's going on right now is, is like what matters the most. Right. <laughs> I, I mean, you start looking at, into so many other stuff, you start thinking, well, why aren't we doing this? Why aren't we doing that? And sometimes it doesn't always work like that with personnel, right? Like you got to be careful with that. Uh, Chris, this week, and I don't know how much you look at this stuff. You know, we talked about this before the show, but uh, the projections came out for you guys this week of going at least or six and a half wins. Um, when you see something like that, does it bother you? Do you look into it? Does it fuel you? And even take us even maybe a little step closer. Do you guys in the locker room chat about any of that kind of stuff? Uh, well, for me, I personally, I don't look at it. Because, like I said, you never know what could happen. And it doesn't get talked about much in the locker room because Coach Kelly always tells us, don't worry about the future. Just take things day by day. Like, worry about the now. How much is he preaching that to you guys, Chris? I mean, like, look, again, we're going to continue to talk about that, but that's like the fourth time <laughs> you, you said that since we you know, started bringing you on. I mean, is that something like he's – is he walking around the locker room being like, Focus on the day, guys. Let's go. You know, like, because everybody's talking about that. Is that just the thing he continues to preach day in and day out or something? We heard it almost every day during spring. <laughs> 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 
It's kind of like beating in your head to this point, right? Yeah. I feel you. I feel you. Fire in your questions for Chris. Hashtag ask Chris. You got anything? Uh, fireman, we will start asking. Um, Chris, how, look, we're, we're just update every week. We'll get into stuff more deeply involved in with you. Um, how is how is this week going? I mean, look, you got the freshmen coming in, a lot of guys moving back into um, the locker room and everything like that. Uh, is it start getting a little bit more real for you? You know, last week we talked about, and you talked about so greatly about locking in. Um, buddy, we're about 90 days into this or, or 90 days away from it. When you when things, you know, it's like a, I don't want to say, Chris, it's like a, a smell in the air. I don't mean it like that, but there's a feeling in the air that football's near, right? Um, do you, are you starting to feel that? Yeah, most definitely. Cause, uh, we start workouts in a few weeks. So, uh, it's almost that time. Oh, so y- y'all start, you said y'all just, y'all start in a couple weeks. I think next week. <laughs> hey, bro, get a lot of rest. <laughs> you you got to get a lot of rest. Drink water. <laughs> I feel you, bro. So when we were in, when we were at Southeastern, okay, we had the jugs of water, they gallon water, but they, we used to have to, they called them jugs, bro. You know, we had to run if we didn't have our jugs, like, they're making us run stadium bleachers at Strawberry Stadium if we didn't have jugs. You know good and dang well my big butt had that jug. Like, I attached it to my book sack. I was so worried again, caught not having to run bleachers, man. But, look, the dog days of summer, uh, they're, they're always not fun. Um, Chris, let me ask you this. I, look, you've been here. This is going on your second season. Obviously, in spring, obviously in practice, and even last year, you're going against a lot of guys – uh, that's your teammates. Uh, is there anybody that gets under your skin? Anybody that like is a trash hawker and like, and I, the reason I asked that is because look, if you're going against him, he's going against you and the both of you guys, iron, sharper and iron. Um, is there, who's the biggest trash talker on the defense or really just the team in general? Uh, probably Jay. Jay Ward. <laughs> Jay Ward. Okay. Why Jay? I mean, Jay seems pretty calculated. Jay seems pretty uh, doesn't say a lot, but he talks a lot of trash on the field. Nah, stop. <laughs> you say anything back to him? Be like, hey, bro, I I just got you on that one. Nah, I don't do too much talking. So you're like the Larry Fitzgerald of the LSU wide receivers. You just let your play do the talking, then. Yeah. <laughs> Jay, I, look, I thought you were gonna say Mike Jones. Who? Mike I could see Mike Jones being the guy talking a lot. Jay Ward was not what I was expecting at all. Yeah, up there. <laughs> all right, so you don't say – have there, has there ever been a guy that got on your skin too much where you do start having to say something? Because me, look, dude, I, I, I'm a big bound. Somebody starts chirping at me, I'm just going to keep going. Anybody got on your skin so much, or are you that focused and locked in and not letting anybody get in your head? I don't think nobody's really like – got me to that point yet i don't think so no i feel you all right i i got one good question i want to get to you but let's save it for, for the end uh let's get to a couple of these fan questions uh dylan allen says hashtag ask Chris, what was your reaction to tyron and jarvis coming home to the states i know that we touched on that a little bit but did you were you able to i know jarvis and fournette and um tyron were able to come for this to the facilities were you able to talk to those guys meet them how was that experience for you 
I didn't have the chance to meet any of them, but like I said, we all heard Tyron talk in the uh, the meeting room. When he was talking, what what did you think? Like, what were your thoughts on all of that? Uh, the one thing I took in was the like he was like he always talked about the fundamentals and like all the plays that he made when he was in college was just him listening to his coach. So he and he applied the fundamentals from football also to life, and that's where like that's why uh he is where he is now. Chris, how old were you in two thousand eleven? Just, were, I mean, how old were you? I don't know. <laughs> how old are you now? <laughs> 18, 19, 20? 19. The reason I, the reason Chris I the reason Chris I ask is because was Tyron the guy? Like, so Kevin Falk was the guy for me, right? Like, growing up, you turn on LSU football, Booger McFarlane, Kevin Falk, that's all you saw. Cecil Collins, that, that's all you saw, right? Was Tyron, when you're coming up and you're a young man, was Tyron the guy that you always watched? Like, was he the, the figure of LSU that was always there for you? Uh, I would say, yeah, because I remember watching his highlights day in and day out when he was, uh, when he was here. Yeah, look, I mean, he, <laughs> I, I could watch it every day, honestly. The Georgia stuff, like the Georgia return punts, right? Yeah. Like that, it's insane. Do you take anything, like, and Chris, I'm let's I'm not trying to spill any secrets here, and you don't have to. Um, if you're on special teams or if you're not returning punch or kicks, don't give that out. Do you learn anything from him, though, on, on how he returned punts, kicks, stuff like that? Do you like is that the stuff did you watch of him the most or what do you what what did you watch of him the most like what what was he doing? Punt returning, uh, <laughs> being able to field the ball while also looking down at the defense because that's something that's pretty hard to do when you're back there. Ha have you perfected that or have you tried to perfect that yet? I'm getting there. <laughs> okay, all right, I dig Just it. I dig it. Go ahead. What were you saying? Slowly but surely, I'm getting there. I love it. Aaron McKenzie says, hashtag ask Crooks, how excited is he about this team's chances this year? Um, Chris, we've talked to multiple players, yourself included. We've talked to coaches, and all of them have said the same thing, that they feel as if that they're more excited than they've been the last couple of seasons. How yeah. are, are you on that same train with them about the excitement of this upcoming season? Yeah, I'm definitely with them. Like, like new coaching staff. You got new players coming in, like the sky's the limit for us, really. What? So you say sky's the limit. What gives you that? I don't want to say confidence, Chris. You know what I mean? Like you're always confident, and you got to be confident, okay? But when you say it like that, what gives you that confidence? Is there something going on that gives you all of that confidence? Uh, I would say, like, you can just feel it at practice, really. Like that was that's how I felt while we were out there practicing. <laughs> I look when you're out there and it's happening like that. That's where Chris. That's ninety five percent of the confidence. That's where it's going to come from. It's where it's going to come from. All right, I got to ask a question. So we're we're diving deeper into you more. We did it last week. We're doing it again this week. Two, and we'll get you out of here. Um, <clears throat> when you're done with the NFL and you retire. And you're getting fitted for your gold jacket, and you invite the Rafino family to come to you know to your Hall of Fame speech. We'll be there. 
what does Chris what does Chris Hilton do in retirement? Right? Like, are you a beach guy? Do you want to go up to the mountains? Do you want to like live in the woods? Like, you ever envision stuff like that? Like, I want a beach house, man. Like, my wife wants it. I want it. But what does Chris Hilton do when when it's all said and done? The career's over. You ever thought about that? Yeah, uh, a beach house does sound nice, but I would probably travel. That's probably what I would do, just travel anywhere, like out the country and stuff, because I've never been out the country. Okay, you have not. Well, I, I will tell you, um, <laughs> it, it's intense. The bigger towns, bigger cities you go to, it's intense. What? So if you haven't been out of the city, you've been to a lot of places, obviously, I would assume, you know, maybe just through LSU, maybe in the SEC. Um, where are some, some of your favorite places that you've traveled so far? Tennessee was cool. Me and my that was like when I was younger. I went on vacation with my family. So I went there in Orlando. That was one. I went for basketball, but that was a nice vacation. Oh. Oh, dude, you for we talked about this too. And I for I forgot you're you love basketball. I forgot about this. Yes. Yeah. This is me just being clueless. Bro, you watch you watching the NBA uh, semifinals right now? Some of it. Some of it, bro. When you watch someone like Steph Curry shoot it from the moon and drain a three, like, <laughs> dude, this guy's so ridiculous, man. I mean, who is who is your favorite guy on the court? Favorite guy on the court? Uh, Jason Tatum. Oh, Jason. Okay, why? Why you like? I. I Everybody, everybody says they like Jason. I just, I don't, I don't know what, what's, what is it about Jason? He just nice with it. I mean, that's it. <laughs> hey, he did have a nice game the other day. You got to give him that. Uh, your dad, Chris Hilton Senior, says travel. You going to take mom and dad? So, <laughs> are you taking mom and dad? Yeah. <laughs> hey, the most PC answer of all time. I dig it. I dig it. All right, Chris. Um. Look, if you had an NBA Finals pick, you know, we're here. Who do you think is going to be in the Finals? I want the Celtics. And who's on the opposite side? It's uh, uh, Golden State and Dallas. I want the Celtics. That's all I really care about. I just want the Celtics. Is, that your, is that your favorite team or is it just your favorite team because Tatum's on there? Tatum's on there. I feel you. I was the same way with LeBron, man. I mean, because, Chris, growing up, we didn't have the Hornets at that time. You know, I went like 13 years of my life, and the Hornets weren't here. I had to pick, a, I had to pick somebody, you know? Anyway, all right. Yeah. Chris, you've been fantastic as always, man. Everybody go follow Chris right here on Twitter, Instagram. I am Chris Hilton One. Man, you're always fantastic. Thank you so much. We'll talk again next week. All right, thanks. All right, that's Chris Hilton Jr., LSU wide receiver man he's fantastic fantastic person fantastic family you gotta you gotta love it man you gotta love it all right let's do this very quickly we'll talk some lsu baseball we'll continue to talk about coach brian kelly and some more things let's pay some bills very very quickly want to talk about my good friends over at gramco my good friend john Patton over at gmfs mortgage guys if you're thinking about buying a new home look interest rates are really killer right now but you're saving money on the mortgage cash out refi the timing literally is not better you got to go and refinance today i know that they're up try to refinance lower that interest rate give them a call at 225-614-1234
Tell them Blake Rafino sent you on by. All right. Let's talk about our good friends over at Grand Co. Back in 45 seconds. Guys, I've got to talk to you about our good friends over at Grand Co. They are the Delta company based out of the state of Florida. They're founded by college football junkies just like you and I, and I am not sure if you're familiar with Delta 8, but you need to be. Gramco is the absolute leader in this field, and they have phenomenal products that I just need to tell you about. First off is the Wake and Bake coffee that is absolutely spectacular. The gummies are as well as they're the best in the market. So go to thegramco.com right now and use the promo code AYS25. That's thegramco.com, AYS25 promo code to get 25% off of your order. Jump on this fast as it is perfect for holidays, anniversaries, and everyday use. Gramco is hemp-derived and completely legal inside of the state of Louisiana. No medical card is needed, and shipping is very discreet. You must be 21 years older to order. Again, that's thegramco.com. Use that promo code, AYS25. I legitimately, I legitimately think... Um, that it's like a jocks do say like love fest here tonight, but breaking news. Uh, due to inclement weather, this is from jocks do say over at WAFB due to inclement weather affecting the sec baseball tournament schedule. LSU's first game in the tournament is now scheduled to be played at approximately four 30 PM central time tomorrow. So we'll continue to watch all of this. So we went from 9.30 to 1, now to 4.30, and I'm going to assume that it's going to change again tomorrow. Um, look, I like that Kentucky beat Auburn. <laughs> I, I'm actually very thrilled that Kentucky wound up beating Auburn. You have a better chance at beating Kentucky. But look, if and when you beat Kentucky – and look, i got to give Pooh Bear credit. Pooh Bear came on this show last night and talked about I, – I gave the um, – the spiel, and I'll let Pooh Bear uh, talk about this in just a second. We'll bring the guys up here. But I gave the spiel that I thought Mikel here would go against Auburn tomorrow. Again, guys, everything that I say about this baseball season, it, the opposite is happening. So let me say this. I'll just do it again. Since every single time I say something about this baseball team, the opposite happens. LSU's getting beat tomorrow by Kentucky. They're getting beat. You know what would be funny is I wonder what Zach would do if LSU won the SEC tournament. Hmm. One thing we know he wouldn't do is he wouldn't shave his goatee. Regardless, regardless, uh, I agree with Pooh. So let's go ahead and bring the producers up in here. I think Zach's eating. Let him chew his food down. He's eating. He's posting videos from Tigers Avenue podcast while we're doing a show. All Rudy Pooh. He's a rookie. Let's bring the producers up here for just a second. Uh-oh. Pooh Bear clicked out. Pooh Bear, where did you go? All right. Maybe we'll get Pooh Bear back up in here. I don't know what Pooh Bear did. I mean, he just, he was here, and then all of a sudden he was going, oh! Let me, you kind of, you Dr. Strange it, dog? Yeah. Rumors of my demise have been greatly exaggerated. <laughs> all right. Couple questions. Couple questions. Do you think Robin, you think Rob's got the hots for Danny? I mean, is that what I'm seeing? I know there's another couple that's brewing. I don't. I think Danny's. I, I don't think, but there's another couple that's that's brewing. That's been a uh, chitty chatty. Okay. All right. Let me just let me let me guess. Let me guess. I'm not going. I'm not. I am not going to out Ryan in court. No matter what you ask, <laughs> I will not ride out 
Ryan and Court. So don't ask. I'm not telling. So basically, I mean, we got some rare going up in here with Court and Ryan. Okay, Ryan. All right. I did. Ryan, where's Ryan in spaces? You know, like. He, he has the burner burner account on. He, I, I'm convinced. Ryan is on his burner listening in. Or he may be he may be at a certain someone's house listening in with her. I'm not saying. He did say he moved up to North Louisiana. Oh. This feels like a whole Travis situation all over again. <laughs> yeah, then I moved in with her. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, okay Court, we see you. All right. Guys, every time I predict something about this baseball team, uh, look, he's not denying it. Neither one of them are denying it. All right, Ryan, we see you. Um, guys, we've talked about this. Every time I say something, they do the, do the opposite. Uh, Pooh Bear, you were right. I didn't. I just didn't foresee Kentucky winning. I mean, I, I, I forget. Let's look at the standings very quickly because I know that we have them in here. But man, look, Kentucky. Kentucky went twelve and eighteen. Twelve and eighteen. Last this this season in the league. Let's, I let's just, not forget. Let's let's not forget the reason why LSU has the number four seed is because Kentucky did beat Auburn um, in the final. Yeah, game they got the their season, number. So. Look, I, I got to be honest, guys. When you you want to win the SEC, but when you have a bad uh, a laboring pitching staff like Auburn does, it might be good to just get in and out of there. I, I mean, I hate to say it like that, but look. I don't expect Mikel Hilliard to throw tomorrow. Or let me say this since everything's opposite. I do expect Mikel Hilliard to throw tomorrow against <laughs> Kentucky then. Uh, but, Pooh, you were right. So I'll give you the floor on that one. Why did you think that uh, there was a chance? Was, was it just the Auburn Kentucky series from a weekend ago? Like, what was your thought process on that? My thought was I, I think so. Even when we play Auburn in the regular season, um, we had their numbers. We lost on errors. Um, why not save your best pitcher until you know a, a tougher competition so that that was my thought process i don't think we we even have a johnny hole staff i think we we probably get in and out uh tomorrow with two maybe three pitchers i i throw hasty i i, I i'm gonna continue to talk about throwing jacob starting jacob hasty and tom blue in the face as blue as my shirt uh, Logan Mathern says Deion Smith going to East Mississippi Community College. Uh, shout out to one of, now he went to East Community College, but shout out to Coach Jason Brown. I talked to him today. Um, he was one of the coaches at, on Last Chance U. Uh, guys, Deion Smith, I, I mean, look, I, I, I'll, I'll say it. Um, are y'all glad this saga's over with Deion? Because it seemed like every week it was some, somebody was asking, what's up with Deion? Are y'all glad that this kind of is all, all over with? Uh, Zach, you're, you're muted. Zach. Zach, you're muted. Are we good? Yeah. You don't do this on your like, show, like, but you sure as like heck do it on my show. You post you. videos of TA when we're live and, you know, like, but continue. What were you saying? I, I said I have to agree because it, it did feel like that was always being a question that was brought up either in the show or or in spaces or, or wherever. It, it was always a question getting brought up. Uh, look, shout out to Lon Phillips. I mean, Lon broke the story. I mean, he's been really on top of this um, Deion Smith thing. Look, man, when you go, when you go, and I don't mean this in a wrong way, okay? 
when you go from a D1 level program to JUCO, there's only two reasons. Either you did something off the field that you shouldn't have been doing, you got in trouble, and you got to go to JUCO route, or it's academics. Either which one, I don't care. But the big thing is the kid can play. And we thought he was going to Ole Miss. And the reason that no one had news on it, guys, is because nobody knew. Um, but this is to – guys, this is to every athlete that's out there. Stay on your grades. Like, you got you got to, man. You can't let that slip. Um, well, under this new staff, I don't think that's going to be too much of a problem. So, Well, Zach, I'll look, be honest it, with you. Go ahead, Pooh. I all about Deion Smith. No, I, just, I had completely forgotten all about Deion Smith. When it's been that long. Well, look, quite honestly, I don't think you need him. I, I, again, I'm not saying this from a derogatory standpoint, okay? Like, I don't mean it from a derogatory standpoint, but you're very loaded at that position. Um, yep. Phillips Clinton asked me if Harold Perkins is on campus. Harold Perkins is on campus. 10 pounds heavier. Oh. Mm. Uh-huh. Hey, look, there's one thing I've learned. Now, I talked about Harold Perkins, and I talked about I don't think he would start because of his weight. Guys, five-star athletes are five-star athletes. And when you start telling them they can't do something, they start proving your ass wrong day in and day out. I think Harold Perkins, guys, I, 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 I'm starting to really fall in love with this Harold Perkins kid. Brian Kelly talked about him with a Jacques Doucet interview. Um, said he was the most – he asked the most questions in recruiting. Philosophy – like – personnel questions he asked the most like schematic questions he's asking brian kelly why he's dropping a like an outside linebacker and you're blitzing this guy this guy is going to be in this gap bro analytics driven well let me tell you what that tells me that tells me you can put him in the middle and leave him the fuck alone excuse my language but that's what you can do excuse my language xm but oh well i mean that fires when i hear when i hear a kid that young talking about schematics Bro, I get excited, yo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I listen. That 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 high football IQ is something that can't be taught. No, Pooh, it can't be taught. Like, who was it? Who was it a couple seasons ago? It's in the NFL. I think it was uh, Ty Montgomery. Okay, remember when the kicker? I think it was the Jaguars. They were playing of all teams. Ball was kicked close to out of bounds. Okay, and Ty Montgomery. Picks the ball up, but he's got one foot out of bounds, which makes it a penalty. You go to the 35-yard or 45-yard line. You don't teach that. You don't work on that. That's not something you work on. That's that's just up here. And if that kid can do it, he's going to see the field because you can't keep him off because of athleticism. So, look, we'll see. They're going to find a role for him. Uh, I I know know Carter has mentioned this before, but I love – the idea of putting him in a Marcel Brooks type role. I, I, I love that idea. And I thought the same thing. So I, I'm interested to see what packages he can get in on. We'll see. I mean, look, we'll see. Anything more, more polished Marcel Brooks to me. Oh, oh, without question. Pooh, this is the only thing that scares me with Harold Perkins. He didn't play defense. There is a transition from going to running back to that kind of position. Look, when it, and I, the right tackle position, let's act like he's on the opposite side of B.J. Ojolari for just a quick second, okay? The right tackle position is normally the strongest guy on the offensive line. 
It, sometimes right. it's the guard, but the right tackle historically will be the strongest son of a gun on the team. Like, literally, the strongest guy on the team. Dude, like, for example, Austin Deculus was benching, like, 555. I mean, I know the reps weren't there at 225, but, like, we saw him max off of there, max out at that. We've seen, like, guys like Damian Lewis rep out two, 225 40 times. Bro, he ain't never had somebody like that that strong put their hands on him. And it, it ain't happened. I'm worried about that with him because he's been a running back. But, again, when you start telling a kid that athletic that he can't do something, he <laughs> he starts making you look like a damn fool. So, look, we'll see. So, all right, let's get out of here. You guys have a good night. Uh, Zach still hadn't shaved his goatee. He's a liar. Um, we'll wait. Zach, shave the damn goatee if they win the SEC tournament. Shave it. I, I for mean, real, for real. For you, real. you legit. Let me tell you what you look. Let me tell you what you look like. I'm about to roast you very quickly. You oh, look God. like a like a hillbilly from Tennessee. Now, two one of those things of the two oh, things God. I just said is true. I don't think you're a hillbilly, but you're good and goddamn well from Tennessee. Shave it, Zach, or give me my bucket hat. Pooh Bear, do you want a bucket hat? The bucket hat's already been purchased. So. Pooh Bear, do you want a bucket hat? Mm. You want a TA bucket hat? I, I do. I need to find out where they got those bucket hats from. Uh, we, Etsy. We'll, we'll talk offline. Etsy. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. We'll see you guys soon. We'll see you tomorrow. Mike Jones Jr. Who joins us tomorrow? Uh, guys, I'm thinking about we we're, we've been hinting at a big guest. We're still talking, so hopefully we get him on tomorrow. But we'll see. All right. See you guys soon. We might be a little late tomorrow though too. Uh, because of the game, but we'll monitor all that stuff. You know, we'll 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 see how it all goes. All right, we'll see y'all soon. Have a good night. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.